It's time now for the Martin County Difference with your host, Dancing Realtor, Julia Sansevier. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining me, Julia Sansevier, on the Martin County Difference. I am your host, and I am a realtor here on the Treasure Coast with Coldwell Banker. And um, this is an auspicious evening. I've got one guest and one guest only. They're very important to me. You'll be finding out why. But um, you should be hearing us on Facebook Live or 1450 AM, live streaming also at WSTUTV.com. That's STU for Stuart. And we are coming to you from Stuart, Florida, beautiful downtown Stuart, Florida, on the Treasure Coast. And you can watch this on the Martin County Difference Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, and that's a great way to talk to me back and forth, um, that's how we communicate these days through social media. So it's Wednesday, May 9th, 2018, first day of Wednesday, first Wednesday of May, I mean, first Wednesday. Got it. The yes. 129th day, I'm counting down this year, the 129th day of the year. I'm back live in the studio after a week away. Yeah, a little hiatus for both of a us. A hiatus, and we went highly down. We went down to Weston to the Cleveland Clinic to take care of a surgical procedure for my husband. Aww. And I was taking care of him this week, and he's been a good patient. Nurse Julia. That's right. Yes. And one of my many hats. <laughs> so, And also, it's Mother's Day this weekend. I yeah. want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And I'll be going to see my mom in Texas. I'm so excited. So don't forget your moms on Sunday. And uh, this day in history, 1997, interesting auspicious day in history because of what's going on currently Mm -hmm. pete peterson became the first u.s ambassador to visit vietnam after the end of the war and peterson was a vietnam veteran he devoted himself to promoting reconciliation between the two countries and about two and a half million vietnamese vietnamese excuse me most of them civilians were killed So that takes me to today. We are on the verge of peace talks with North Korea and Kim Jong-un and President Trump. It's very auspicious and very encouraging that they released three American prisoners who will be coming home tonight, landing around 2 a.m. 2 in the morning. Yeah, Yeah, the president and and his wife will be there. President Trump and beautiful Melania, our Mm -hmm. first lady, will be there, and they'll be up late welcoming them home in person. So I'm delighted they can do that. I know their families are thrilled, and I just only wish uh, we could have done this sooner for so the outcome for Otto Warmier and his family would have been better. But you can't help what happens sometimes. Um, So... I, it's exciting and it's big news all over the place yeah. this, today. So I was really excited to be a part of bringing that to everybody to talk about that today. And um, so if you're new to the show, this is a fun little hour. I call it my Pollyanna hour. Talk about happy things, wonderful people who are doing good things in our community to make this world a better place. A lot of nonprofit organizations here in our community, people, individuals too. You know, don't they don't have to have a 501c3. I've got friends out there who are doing great things. I'm going to be having some of them coming on soon. Um, but uh, tonight is all about Catch the Wave of Hope. So you're going to, in, I'm going to introduce you to Lynn Barletta and Janice Norman, who started this wonderful um, organization to combat a horrific ill in our world. And we'll talk more about that. It's human trafficking. Just so stay tuned. But so I just want to welcome everybody to the show. If it's your first time or you're returning, thanks for coming back. And um, I was your dancing realtor, yep, in 2016, and I uh, 
dance my way across the stage and raise $38,000. So maybe, yeah, and and I was at the benefit for Catch the Wave of Hope. My hair is going all over the place here. The first few, two times, they've been having galas, and we raised 50000 We, I say they, raised 50000 the first year and 40000 the second year. So they're on a, they're a good start. Yes. So I want to say um, hello to my mom. Hi, Mom. I'm going to see you this weekend. And Jenny in Cuba. <laughs> Love those two women in my life. I always say hi to Jenny in Cuba. That was yeah. um, over a year ago now. I can't believe it. I'm glad we went. Yes. And then from the beginning, I've had a wonderful sponsor. I'm just going to tell you about my sponsor, Gary Mulka from TC Palm Home Inspections. He and Terry Mulka, his wife, were my first sponsors for Dancing with the Martin Stars. And so I was very fortunate to meet him in this business. He's the best inspector I know. And uh, if you want to be sure that your house is not falling down around your ears or what to do if it is, call Gary for an inspection before you list your house. Or if you're a buyer and you're buying a house, call Gary for an inspection and he will do that for you. And he will tell you all the things he finds. And complete home inspection, four point, a wind inspection, you've got termite and all these things that you have to look to see what's going on with this house you're buying. And it's not to say I don't want to buy it, it's to say what do I need to know about it? Because buying a home is one of the largest investments you'll ever make. And so the more you know about it up front, the fewer surprises you'll have down the road. And the key is just knowing what to look for and how to interpret those issues. And Gary's very good at helping you interpret that without scaring you out of the deal. So I love to say buying or selling a home isn't so scary when you use Inspector Gary. So give Gary a call at 772-678-8133. That's 772-678-8133. And check out their website at TC Palm Home Inspections. Dot com, And he's great. And uh, Terry, uh, his wife, has become a friend of mine, and we do things together to help raise money for the community. So, hi, Terry. If you're out there listening, I've got to check and see who's on tonight. So, um, if you're listening and looking, you'll see that we are up and running. Um, oh, and I found myself. I'm looking at my husband's phone because my computer doesn't want to work too well. Um, <laughs> it's time to get a new one. Remember Joe Stango oh, said, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Going to have to retire the laptop. And hi, yeah, I retire the laptop. Oh, yeah. no. And so, hi, Katie Bourgeois. She sent me a comment. How are you doing tonight? Um, this is going to be a great evening. Um, I've got um, some information to bring to you. Sorry, Whoops. I'm, <laughs> I knew I'm feeding back. And I'm your audio turned on. And the audio turned on. I told everybody to turn down your audio. So, hi, Katie. And uh, Debbie Sasha. yes, a wonderful program tonight. It will be. Um, I met Lynn a while back and through different means. Um, but she was somewhere this weekend where I was. And I've got to say, oh, my goodness. Lynn Barletta, you are so talented. We'll talk more about that. But while she's not in here, I, I don't have to embarrass her. But it was the Junior League of Martin County. It was our... Bar. It's our beach annual retreat. And these, oh, I like the acronym. Right? The yeah. acronym was awesome. Yeah. It was at the Hutchinson Shores. It was gorgeous. Nice Very nice. And we spent two days there. Everybody gave up their weekend. Lynn came. We had four speakers. It was all about leadership and communication skills and being the best we can be. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness. So I want to say hi, Rosie Shepard, our president, and Leisha DeSantis, who's the EVP, and Su- Suzanne Polimus pulled this all together with her team. She did a great job. 
Tina White, uh, Lisa Holland was there. Some people at my table. The dinner that night was so great. Carrie Ann Gustafson, who put together LunaFest with Kathleen Dempsey, and they were on the show before. Patty Russell was at my table. Megan Hill, Karen Moore, Andy McAvoy, Jessica Donahue. And Jay Sharp was one of the speakers, and she just said, hello, beautiful. Hello, you are wow. Jay Sharp gave me new meaning to the word wow. Ah. It's woman of worth. Oh, cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So our speakers were Lynn Barletta, Jay Sharp, wow, and Audrey Ring from the Junior League of Fort Lauderdale. She's a national uh, Junior League board member. And Tracy Prabhu. Uh, Tracy's also a Junior League member, and she's a speaker with the John Maxwell uh, motivational speakers and it was just all very good about communication and all of this but what Lynn said is that we are all eagles when we are leaders and l- l- eagles don't fly with turkeys and I love that um, and they keep their eye on the horizon and and the fact that Lynn is so artistic in her background uh, she shared her talent with us this weekend and, and, and told us we have a left brain and a right brain and that we may think we can only draw a stick figure. That's me. But that's our left brain telling us that. And it's the noisy side. I do have a lot of noise up there. <laughs> uh, but the right side of the brain, I yeah. wanted to talk more about this when she comes out. But I'm just going to do a little intro. Is the side that's the quiet and it listens. And it's all about listening. It's not just about talking. So she had us do a drawing. And she did it. She said, put your pencil here. Put your pencil there. And now shade in here and draw a curve there. And we were all like, what are we doing? You know, we didn't know. Just like we don't know in life what's down the road. Right. And you take the steps. You make the journey. It's an adventure. And when you get to the goal. The picture appears. The picture appears. And yeah. this is the picture. I'm showing a picture. It's upside uh, down. Yes. But this is the way we drew it. And it, uh-huh. I thought I was drawing a wave at first because it looked like yeah. a wave at the top, right? It's shaded in at the top. Yeah. It's jaggy at the top, and it's got a curve around like a wave. Right. And then she said, now, everybody, after you've finished, turn, turn it right side up. And uh-huh. what do you see? you got an eagle's crest. An yeah. eagle. Yeah. And it's an American eagle. And she said, what does it represent to you? And I said, United States, America. And she said, yes, that's right. It's freedom and leadership in that's our right. country. Yeah. So. Um, that was pretty cool. And then she drew geometric shapes and a circle swirl. And she had us do that too. But she asked us, what do we see in her drawing? And three or four people said different things. One saw a heart. I saw a bird. Another pe- person saw a piece of pizza. She was hungry. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> that was Andy McAvoy. Pizza. And um, so it was really funny. And um, and hey, Kenya. Kenya Reinhardt's watching. Hi, Kenya. So I drew one, and then she had us color it in watercolors, and mine was squiggle, squiggle, you know, geometric, geometric, squiggle, squiggle, and then you can add dots or whatever at the end, but you chose three colors, and you did this on a team. So I had another person with me. Some people had three. I had two, and we filled in the colors, and it ended up, what does it look like to you, Frank? It looks like a bird. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a bird of paradise. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he's he's bubbling out. Yeah. Uh, from one side of his beak and then I had this line coming across the top and I was like I can't just leave it unfinished so that's the water going in and he's drinking it I guess and it's coming out the other he's spitting bubbles (laughs) why not what Picasso Picasso. right my husband said now 
You can get Frank to frame those, and yeah, I can hang them at my office. Yeah, suitable I for think, framing. Yes. I think so. So Frank is a – oh, Frank, tell them what you do. You're a framer. I am. I have been doing that for like almost 50 years now. What? No yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He is very good. So if you need a frame, if you need something framed, call Frank Mazapel at the radio station here. But um, we just had a great time, and we found out we all have more in common than we have not in common. Yes. Jay pointed that out in a quiz, she said. She said, find somebody in the room. She gave us a list of things to run out around and find people who'd never been to Vegas, for instance, or has never purchased anything on eBay, and that was me. So isn't that funny? So it was just great. Aww. So I'm going to be bringing Lynn in. My husband will be bringing Lynn and uh, beautiful Janice Norman in. Real quickly, I've got four listings coming up. I'm going to give you a sneak peek here. They're not on my website yet, but they're coming. Come on in, ladies. Put your headsets on. <laughs> An ocean access, hello, ocean access pool home with a guest house in Rustic Hills, 539.9. An adorable renovated house near downtown Stewart for 225. A townhouse villa in Monarch Country Club for 229. And a beautiful newer home in Murano for 349.9. So those will all be getting photos and coming up on my website in the next few days, which is juliasansevere.com. And you can find them there and look at the properties that are already there for sale, 1.745. It just uh, got it lowered. The Riverfront five-acre equestrian estate. You need an estate for horses and boats. I know you do. So give me a call and a couple of things on Dire Point. And don't forget my hashtag for 2018 is hashtag try kindness. And we've got some lovely kind ladies in here who exhibit that in everything they do. Lynn Barletta, hello and welcome. Thank you, Julia, for having us. You're so welcome. Hi, Janice Norman. Hi, Julia. Thank you for having us. You're so welcome. I'm so glad you could do this because we kind of planned it, and then it got sort of forgotten, and then, like, I texted you, like, at 5 o'clock. Oh, by the way, are you coming to the show? It's a good thing. I know, right? <laughs> Texting is good. <laughs> so I'm really glad you could come, and, and Lynn is this beautiful artist who, beyond beyond words, I, I, there is no, there are no words. You, you do so much. I mean, this is from my heart. You helped me see that I don't have to draw stick figures. <laughs> That's right. Everybody has a right side of their brain, and everybody can drop on that pool of creativity because we're all wired to be creative. We just don't necessarily know that because that isn't how we were educated. And so we have to actually help people discover this creative, wonderful fountain we have on the inside. It's amazing. I mean, you really did bring it all out of us. And the topics the you know the the right brain and left brain the leadership all of that the eagles flying with eagles not turkeys because it does pull go back to what you're doing with catch the wave of hope and let's yes. tell everybody who doesn't know what catch the wave of hope is yet well we lead the way to bring awareness healing and action to abolish human trafficking and janice norman is our president and i am the founder okay and if people don't know what human trafficking is you said it at the gala. It is our new slavery. We abolished slavery once before in this country. Mm -hmm. It's time to step up and do it again. Mm -hmm. I got shivers that night, and I'm getting them again. Yes. I can't believe we have people living in cages with chains, and instead of being made to work the fields, they're being made to work their bodies. That's right. And our speaker that evening, Rosa, was absolutely wonderful in mm -hmm. being able to share from her heart what had taken place because mm -hmm. she was kept in modern-day slavery in the cage, in chains, for 14 years. And she escaped with her baby in a suitcase yeah. with a shot that had grazed her head, um, knocked her out, 
as she finally made it over the fence and made it to the road, her friend was unfortunately killed in that escape. Mm -hmm. But she woke up in the emergency room with her baby. Which is amazing and fortunate. And the point being that she, 14 years ago, this was maybe more of an outside, third world kind of thing, and it's not anymore. No, that's all changed. In fact, the recruiting ground is all over the United States. It's your children. It's my children. It's our grandchildren. And social media is one of the main platforms, Mm. as well as sending actual recruiters, children, our children's own age, into schools to recruit them. Well, and the sickest thing I heard so far was that families will traffic their own children. Yes. That's actually how I came to understand all of this. I went to Singapore on actually an art event that I was asked to participate in to do to help do a mural as well as create an eight-foot wave. That's mm. where the name came from, that you could actually get in and surf on. It would look like you were in an anamorphic uh, 3D wave. And so I went there to help raise funds for a home for trafficked girls in Singapore. And what happened is I worked with a little girl who'd been trafficked by her parents since age eight. And she was 18. And they had nearly destroyed her from the inside out. She she was introduced to pornography by her father at age five to groom her. And then they begin to sell her to their friends. And she supported their lifestyle. It's so impossible to comprehend it really is that and they why did they do it what are they pedophiles or are they in need of money so bad what is the reason behind that in her case it was greed Mm. and and also pedophiles because her father raped her at age eight oh yeah so it's a tough topic yes but one thing you have said is that with love and with enough force you know of people getting together this can be conquered and you're set to do it and it will not happen on your watch. No, no. And I feel like, and maybe Janice can talk a little bit more about Mm -hmm. this because Janice and I have gone out as teams all over this community and beyond this community, also in West Palm Beach. And we are speaking to organizations, businesses, churches, synagogues, anybody that will let us come in and give a presentation to bring awareness. Because that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And what we're going to do tonight is give people the opportunity to understand what it is to look for it, how how to Mm -hmm. know it's happening right under your nose. Mm -hmm. And it does happen right under your nose sometimes. And the grooming and all of that. But Janice, how did you get involved too? Well, I actually got involved about 14 years ago with Seroptimus International Stewart. Right. So we, at that time, partnered with Shared Hope International and uh, raised some money, uh, about $40,000, for a matching grant to build a home in Jamaica for Mm. women that had been trafficked. And in addition, uh, Shared Hope International, uh, this was going to be adult women, and they teach these women a marketable skill. So Seroptimist also provided computers because in this particular location they were going to be teaching these victims of human trafficking computer skills. Mm. Wow. And um, my sister Catherine, I told you about her, Catherine Massey in Houston, Texas is Mm -hmm. with the Junior League and they are fighting it there too. Yes. I mean it's Mm -hmm. everywhere but she, they have an alliance, a church alliance all across Houston Mm -hmm. and um, there's just so much you can do in your own community so wherever you are listening to this because that's the beauty of Facebook it can go out 
um, is to discover what's going on in your own community and see how you can make a difference and help. And you are really making a difference, both of you. Well, I think we're beginning to. That's that's a definite uh, as because we're mobilizing our community. It's not just us. It's other people rising up and being willing to turn in tips to our sheriff and becoming a part, also becoming presenters, just getting involved and volunteering, and then fundraising for us, too, because we right. want to build a home right. for traffic children right nice, here in this area. Very lovely goal, because the stats are that there's so many hundreds of cases just here in Florida, Yes, and you have only 19 beds? Yes, 250 children. Well, we still have only the 2016 stats. The 2017 stats should be coming out fairly soon. But in 2016, 250 children were rescued out of sex trafficking. Only 19 beds were available. That number has gone down recently, unfortunately. Ah. So we must do something. Yeah. And this is a good place to start. Absolutely. And like the starfish story, you know, the starfish are all on the beach and the guy's picking it up. And what difference does it make? Guess yeah. what? makes a difference to this one that's right and you keep it up and one at a time one at a time mm -hmm. and the fact that maria has matriculated back into society and her daughter is rosa rosa, rosa. sorry yes, rosa. and her last name starts with an emma no well anyway do you remember rosa. what her last name is it's okay we don't have castilla, to say it. castilla okay mm -hmm. right castilla. okay Maybe it was mm -hmm. her daughter was Maria. Anyway, her daughter was with her that night. Mm -hmm. April 7th was mm -hmm. the second gala. Congratulations. Thank you. On doing yes. a beautiful evening. And, and having Rosa speak was incredible. She spoke through tears. I, you know, that's an emotional burn. I don't know if you ever really get over it. You learn to have the scar tissue go over it and deal with it and live with it. But it's unimaginable. I mean, she was locked in a cage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And not no bigger than what you'd put a dog in. Well, she was brought over here under the guise that she would be reunited with her mother, who was already here working. Unfortunately, right. the man who picked her up at the airport never took her to her mother. He took her to a large, like something like a concentration camp where there were hundreds of children being brought in ages seven and up, she said. And they were grouped into different age groups, mm. and they were sent off to different camps. Uh, Rosa had to be under the protection of the FBI for five years because these traffickers will always come back after their their money makers. That's so what I wonder. How, how do they, I mean, first of all, they get away, so they have to be in a safe place. How, yes. how do they do that? I mean, is well, there an underground or... You mean with uh, the protection program that they're that, in? Yes, yeah. well, the FBI obviously had a protection program, okay. but we will not be able to disclose the location of this home, and it will have to have 24-hour security mm. and 24-hour uh, staff. Yes, it will right. have to be guarded very carefully. Wow. And Janice, when somebody is in a neighborhood, what are some signs that that might be going on right in a house near them? Well, some of the things that you see, Julia, is you'll see a house that maybe has its hurricane shutters up all year long mm. or windows boarded up. There may be a guard stationed at the door watching everything that's going on. Um, lots of women and children, you know, more than you would expect in that single family home. Uh, locks that mm. you wouldn't expect on doorways. Uh, large vehicles coming and going at night mm. um, frequently you never see 
uh, draperies opened. It's very closed, you know, almost like a cave there. Mm-hmm. So um, if you see something like that and people go- coming and going or maybe new women's faces and children that you're not used to seeing, you really should put your guard up and... And, and call the sheriff and call the sheriff's department. or the police department, wherever you live, what your municipality has going on. Absolutely. Uh, because that, and they will come. <laughs> and they are now aware of it. Our sheriff is, and I know that in Houston, my sister is on, Catherine Massey. Hi, Catherine. In Houston, the churches have joined together to form an alliance. And um, that is important that we do this in a unified way. I think that, you know, we are strength in numbers. And one thing that came to my mind is the Me Too movement. This is Me Too on ecstasy. This is beyond belief. So, but guess what? They're fighting it. Sexual harassment, this takes it to another level. This, this is over Mars. But we can do this, and we are women. We are strong. We are powerful. I learned that this weekend, mm-hmm. thanks to you, Lynn, and the other speakers. We can do anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that why not? Why not us? And why not at this time? We're yes. breaking barriers right now with the sexual harassment and, you know, the equality of women. And you can say empowerment of women. Way, it's great, you know. But there's true things that you do and steps you take. It's not just a slogan, you know. Yes. It's really, I, I, I don't know why all women everywhere just don't get together and say, kick these guys to the curb. Well, I think they want to. And I think this is something we can truly unite on. Mm -hmm. I think this is a united effort. And, you know, right now our country seems so divided, you know, political extremes. But this is one thing we can all agree on, that modern day slavery has to stop. And just as our country was was divided at one time, and one man, one president stood up, Abraham Lincoln stood up and Mm -hmm. said, no, we're breaking the bonds of slavery. We're we're, we're breaking the chains. And... uh, we well, did. We abolished slavery. And you know what? They didn't have opioids back then. That's right. And so the other thing you've said about it, and my sister, Catherine, and Kenya Reinhardt is on. She wants to know, can you share with parents some signs? Many people yes. think this can't happen to them. Yes. Okay. So some of the signs, and Janice, you can jump in here and help me too, but some of the signs are there's a disenfranchised um, just disconnect with the family. A child may just suddenly just disconnect and disconnect also from friends. And in the process of that, there's a shame demeanor that seems to come over them. They can't look you in the eye. The shoulders hunch down. They're, they're looking down. They're not able to make eye contact. They've been shamed to such a degree that it's very difficult for them to relate. Mm. So you might notice if you are out somewhere and there is a young girl with an older man who seems to do all the talking for her, mm. that is another sign. And if she is unable to look you in the eye and she keeps looking left to right and down, that's a sign right there. And even though it seems small, it can be huge. When, when spotting someone. And for children at home, there was a man in West Palm Beach that, as Janice and I were on television talking quite a bit about the signs, he recognized the signs of trafficking in his own daughter. Oh. And it was her older boyfriend who was trafficking her after school. Oh, my God. So some of the signs are um, could be designer jewelry that all of a sudden she's showing oh, up right. with purses. Also, teachers look for two cell phones. 
two separate cell phones phones is is a major sign. And why Um, the two cell phones? Well, one is the trafficker's cell phone, and one is the phone she uses at home. Oh, my goodness. And the jewelry and the purses? From the trafficker, which oftentimes is a boyfriend, an older boyfriend who may have an elusive job, who may seem to be in the music business, who drives a fancy car, who seems to have money, but you can't actually pinpoint where he works. And um, parents, I can't emphasize enough how you need to check on your children's friends, how you need to follow up with who are they, find out about their parents, find out where they live, find out everything you possibly can, and something else, too. Uh, parents get the passwords of your children's social media. Mm. Do you know how to access your child's Facebook? Do you know how to access their Instagram? Do you know how to access their Snapchat? And if you don't, you need to find out how to and do it right away because you're not helping your child by protecting their quote unquote privacy. You need to, you need to know what's going on because children are innocent. They do not know how to protect themselves. Mm. And so social media is another grooming process technique that traffickers use. And maybe, Janice, you could share that story about the true story about the little girl who was groomed. Yes, we um, talk when we go out and speak. We talk about a little girl that we call Jane, who, you know, is a 12 years old. And we all know middle school is a very difficult time of life. You're not really an adult, although you think you are, but you're still not a child. And she didn't really have a lot of friends. Things weren't great at home. And um, her one friend got a boyfriend. So she's in the mall one day, and this guy is giving him some attention and trying to beckon her over. She knows, as we teach all of our children, don't talk to strangers. Mm -hmm. But she ends up talking to him and gets his phone number. So over the next few weeks, they exchange text messages and social media messages so long story short he convinces her to meet him in the mall because he's going to make her a model because she's beautiful uh. and take her away and make things much better so he meets her in the mall she meets him in the mall he you know basically abducts her takes her to the next city or state rapes her and then sells her that night to a 60-some-year-old man who sits on the bedside beside her and says, you know, you look just like my granddaughter. And that's actually an honest-to-goodness true story. It's nauseating. It's nauseating. But, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about is that we're going into the summer, and kids have a lot of free time. And it's really important now for parents to know the signs of human trafficking, know what their kids are doing, and particularly here at the beach. Mm. You know, uh, the mall, Mm -hmm. the beach or the mall, and to talk to our girls and our boys about what traffickers are looking for, how they entice you, and know what what our children are doing so that they don't get lured in by one of these traffickers. Yeah, and uh, my sister in Houston, she said they have van tours to show where sex trafficking is occurring, and awareness is key, and she said they use burner phones. So one of those phones would be like a throwaway phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And the other thing, when you mentioned entertainer and music and keeping you from your family and all of those things, I was watching Megan Kelly, and she was having a show this morning, I think, or yesterday morning, about mm-hmm. R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. he's the musical artist. Mm-hmm. There is actually a move to ban his music by many black entertainers and mm-hmm. prominent people that he is perhaps keeping young women against their will, mm-hmm. sort of. 
I mean, like wow. they think they want to be there, mm-hmm. but they don't really want to be there. Mm-hmm. Their parents don't want them there. Mm-hmm. And they are, you know, maybe just of age, you know, but he has always had trouble mm-hmm. with teenage girls. Mm-hmm. That That's his unfortunate, you know, predilection is mm-hmm. teenage girls. And they showed an interview and the interviewer asked him, he said, do you like teenage girls? Is that something you, he goes, well, what age are we talking here? I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're all teenagers mm-hmm. until they're 18 and they, yes. they can't do that what you want to do and even after 18 i mean really um children are innocent yeah and we'd like to keep them that way colleges are a huge trafficking uh just a place where traffickers go to convince young girls that they're beautiful they should be a model and uh could they take some pictures and do some photo shoots and well, all of a sudden, there's less clothing on, and then then the threats and the extortion begins, and the grooming process. Well, I'll never forget in New York City, constantly ads in the newspaper to be an escort. Mm-hmm. They right. blatantly be mm-hmm. an escort, make mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. like easy, go out, you know, have dinner. I'm like, I don't think that's what they're talking about. No, and actually, there's a girl right <laughs> here in our community, the daughter of actually one of the winners of the woman of the year for seroptimist and oh. a 16 year old girl and we were doing an awareness presentation at the women's club and she walked mm-hmm. up to me and showed me a text actually it was a, i guess it was a text that she got on instagram so it was an instagram message and she said she said is this trafficking because my daughter got this this week oh, i looked at gosh. it and i said absolutely it's trafficking we turned it into our liaison at the sheriff's department, and they put a subpoena out to a ring out of California that was targeting girls right here in Stewart. And let wow. me just share with you what the message said. It said, hi, in her name. And then it said, uh, we think you're beautiful. We think you're a perfect 10. And we have an escort service where there are background-checked, wealthy gentlemen who would love to take you out to dinner. Mm. And you can pick and choose which one you would like to have dinner with. And we're doing a big summer hiring push. Would you be down with this? And it's as simple as that. But somehow that, that brings a hook to a young girl. Or... We think you're beautiful, and we would like for you to join our modeling agency, and we would like to do some professional photo shoots. They appeal to their dreams, their sure. their desires deep down to be beautiful, to be noticed, to be attractive. And who doesn't want to be a star? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they know how to hook young children. Now, average age of girls in this country is 13 that are being trafficked. Average age of boys is 11. What? Um, and Florida is number three in the nation for human sex trafficking. Why so young for the boys? I mean, that's It's younger crazy. and younger now for boys. And, you know, boys have a more difficult time recovering because they feel that they should have done something to stop it. Oh. And so their recovery process is even more difficult. Uh, we heard some very horrific stories when we went to the Just Conference in New Orleans last year. Um, a very well-known judge out of Arapahoe County in Colorado was sex trafficked by his father, who was a surgeon from age five, with a ring of doctors. And this story is beyond belief. A ring of doctors? Yes. Do no harm? Yes. Isn't that their motto? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. So there is no demographic to users, and sometimes not to traffickers. And across the board... Men who have been, and it's 99% of men, unfortunately. Um, I'm married to a very good man, so not all yes, men are no, bad. I'm married to a very good man over <laughs> we there. We have some good men. 
But and you're married absolutely, to a good man. Absolutely. And Frank, you're yes. a good man. Yes, so, and yeah. I have I have four boys and three grandsons. So wow. you know, we know how to do the the good man thing. That's good. But there are ninety nine percent of all users, unfortunately, are men. But across the board, they are they can be educators, clergy, they can be in law enforcement. In Polk County, two hundred and seventy seven men were arrested. And they were, one of them was from their own police force. In October of 2017. Yes. Well, we remember the madam in New York City. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She had her little black book, and there were lots of names in there that didn't want to get out, Mm -hmm. you know, judges and things. Mm -hmm. Um, My sister has asked you to comment on Backpage, taking that down. And do you think Uh there will be something else that might take the place of it? Good question, Catherine. Well, I think that taking down Backpage, for those of you who don't know what Backpage is, it's a website that sells all kinds of different things. However, it was primarily used by traffickers to uh, do advertisements for girls, underage girls, for trafficking. Um, And they say they didn't do this, but actually they did do some, some teaching with the advertisers so as not to use key words in uh, the advertisements, but still people would know what's going on. Gotcha. So I think it's huge. And they got away with it for so long for the freedom of speech. They did, and because of third-party Internet rights. Uh So taking that down is huge. Um, There's been several families that have tried to sue them uh, who found their daughters on Backpage. Oh, my gosh. you know, the, one of the things is that it's going to put escorts back on the street, and it's dangerous, which was one of their their defenses about not taking it down. Uh. But to answer your question, I believe something else will pop up because, remember, this at the end of the day, this is all about money. Yeah, and, and their people are greedy, and it's, are it's greedy. billions mm-hmm. of dollars. The one thing um, you both have said in your comments and mm-hmm. the gala and this weekend is that it's not – is the drug business isn't as lucrative as it used to be that trafficking is more lucrative yes tell us what you said please drug dealers are very prevalent in florida we know that um, just from our history and what's happening is drug dealers are finding that it is more lucrative to sell a child 20 times a day than it is to sell a drug Mm. and so they are switching to selling adults or children in lieu of drugs, but using the drugs to control them. Well, yeah. And so an average pimp with five uh, girls can make close to a million dollars a year. Good well, Lord. It was estimated last year to be a $9 billion business trafficking. So, but, when, you know, to take what Lynn said one step further, if you think about a drug dealer, it's just like any other commerce. You can only right. sell what you have in your inventory, mm-hmm. but you can sell that same child as over Lynn said, 20 times. When you sell all your drugs, mm-hmm. you got to go get more. We had mm. one survivor who came, and she said that sometimes she would have to be with as many as 60 men a night. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm just like, it's washing over me. Mm-hmm. If you just tuned in, and I want to thank you for tuning in, Wendy Bentley is out there, and Laura Baird, she's saying, so scary, very eye-opening, though. Mm-hmm. And thank you for tuning in. Is that Lynn Barletta is here with Janice Norman, and they both started. Lynn is the founder, and Janice is the president now, of Catch the Wave of Hope. And this is an organization that is going to bust wide open human trafficking. It's doing it now. And you can go to their website at 
catchthewaveofhope.org. Also go to their Facebook page, like the page, and see what you can do to help. Whether you contribute or you learn the signs, you can volunteer. You know, I think you're going to be looking for people to help go out and speak about this. We we are training presenters to go out, and Janice and I have been on the news many, many times. Mm -hmm. And so... We are becoming more of a voice for South Florida that uh, people are trusting to be able to give the latest information. We will be going to the JUST conference, which is the largest human trafficking conference in the world in October. I'm actually going to be a presenter there. Ah, and I'll good. tell you a little bit about that yes. as well. Um, two years ago, I developed a program called The Power of Art for Survivors of Human Trafficking and Severe Abuse. And I piloted that program at Martin Girls Academy right here in Stewart, which those girls have mostly been trafficked by gangs or pimps. And the things that they have been through are unspeakable. And these are girls ages 13 to 19. And so this Power of Art program is not art therapy. It's something completely different. It's really an approach that does image replacement, drawing on the right side of the brain and dealing with trauma bonding, dealing with... Um, breaking breaking those bonds coming out of abusive cycles and just really instilling value mm -hmm. and the pricelessness of a human being for each one of the girls and uh, they also do that eagle drawing as, oh. the, as the first lesson well if you tuned so. in late i want to show you what lynn had us do this weekend at the junior league beach annual retreat this upside was down this we didn't know it was upside down i thought i was drawing a wave and of course this is a finished product but we just started down here with a curve and then you know a dot here and it turned out to be an eye uh, i thought we were drawing a snail here uh <laughs> you know that was his beak this is the eye and uh when we finished and we shaded i thought okay these are volcanoes i guess you know erupting she said now turn it upside down and it's right side up it's an american eagle How's that for pretty darn good? So the title of that class is Lead Yourself Well. So it's ah. all about, but for the girls, the message was a little different. Oh, it was sure. about leading by their decisions instead of their emotions, empowering their choices. And that's what I'm so glad you talked about that because there's so many elements to this. And the healing process is certainly equally important, if not more, because once these girls are healed, they can begin to help fight this too. But in the way you heal them, I, I just think that's very valuable for the listeners to hear that. It takes so much time because these girls have been brainwashed and they are trauma bonded to their traffickers. And that's why they go back over and over and over again. They really, truly, deep down inside, believe they are not worth more than what somebody would pay for them. Yeah. That has been drilled into them, beaten into them, tortured into them until they buy into it. And what you have to do is unravel that knot of thinking and those lies you just have to start dismantling lies and it takes time. So this is a nine week course. And I worked with a team of eight therapists at Martin Girls Academy and the clinical director, Brian Berger, was wonderful. Mm. And uh, we have measured improvements in post-traumatic stress disorder, measured improvements in their behavior, in planning for their future, vision for their future, the breaking of trauma bonds. You know, At one point they, they draw a merry-go-round horse stuck to a pole and then they draw a free horse running free. Oh. We're teaching the difference 
in being stuck on a merry-go-round of abuse versus freedom of choice. Oh, that's beautiful. Freedom to be who you are. So that's just one class. So creative. So there's nine classes yeah. in it, and it's truthfully, it's all biblically based, mm-hmm. although it's not overtly. So it can go into our system, and so it can it can truly make a difference. And right now, I'm piloting an at-risk program for um, Martin County High School for 75 at-risk children. We're on class five, and I'm so excited that uh, we're seeing already improvements and getting some children help. And it's it's been awesome. So well, that, I'll be presenting that program at the Just Conference okay. and the churches and and other organizations. Uh, it's available for purchase at catchthewaveofhope.org. Okay, that's good. And what I found out also this weekend about Lynn is that you're an ordained pastor. Yes, I am. An ordained minister. Mm-hmm. And you have a church. Mm-hmm. What's the name I of do. it? It's Visionary Church. Visionary, Visionary church. School of Arts right. is a, really an offshoot of Visionary Church. Uh-huh. It's just people know Visionary School of Arts more. And That's on again, Indian Street, if you don't know. Yes, And you yes. can go there. You have a gallery as well. We have a we have Visionary Gallery. We have Visionary Church. We have Visionary School of Arts. Uh-huh. And we're all visionaries. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, it's true. Yes. I mean, you see beyond. Yes. It's just yeah. so nice. And that's the teaching. Yeah, that's absolutely the spiritual. teaching behind it. And there, there is a spiritual message um, in really in all the survivors that I have spoken to without their faith, without without that spiritual component, they say they couldn't have gotten healed. And, well, that's and true. Free. And the key word in your name of your organization is hope. Yes. Without mm-hmm. hope, we're all lost. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's you've just got to have hope. Mm-hmm. Because what's the point what's otherwise, the point? Right? right? So it's wonderful that they can also see the girls and young men that have been healed. Do they, do they ever get to intermingle or see somebody that's kind of graduated and moved on? Like Rosa, she goes and talks, right? Yes. In fact, a lot of them do talk. How many were at the Just Conference that were survivors last year? My goodness, at least 100. It was more than that. It, Probably close to 300. It, oh, 300. Yeah. Uh, and wow. probably more this year. It was phenomenal to hear their stories. Mm-hmm. Just phenomenal. Yeah, when you think you're having a bad day... <laughs> And you hear something coming from a young woman like Rosa did. You you forget that uh, you know life is easy here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people take for granted so much our freedom. Mm-hmm. Never take for granted what we have and be grateful. It's just always be grateful. Always be kind. Yes. Yeah. And I think one thing, if we can kick the opioid crisis, and I think President Trump is tackling that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the cyberbullying. Melania Trump came out this past week with her program, Be Best. These are the things I think they they must have gotten word of my hashtag, right? <laughs> Try kindness. <laughs> All the way up to the White House. That's beautiful. But it really is something that I think can spread, and that was my intention. And I'm not saying I'm owning it or anything, but the ripple effect. One thing leads to another. Your goodness, what you're doing, the difference you're making, it it reverberates through the universe. And these young girls and boys, they have connections. Mm -hmm. And those vibrations will continue on and continue on. And I just feel very strongly about it. We're going to lick it in this decade. Well, it's starting right in our community. One, One awareness training that we did brought a woman forward who said, hmm, I think now that you've explained this, I think this is happening in my neighborhood in a house right by me. Mm. And so we were able to turn that tip in. 
and the sheriff's department went over and they raided that home and rescued women and children and that home was connected to Indian Town which was also connected to Lake Worth and our sheriff was involved in the arrests made all the way down to Lake Worth and many women and children were rescued. Oh my goodness. But and it was here. In and our it was county. and were they American citizens or were they you know, they don't give us that, they, that particular know. information yeah. because they're protecting the survivors. Sure. I'm sure some of them were. Yeah. And, and I some mean, of them weren't. And, well, you hear about all the runaways. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. what about all the kids on the milk cartons back in the day? I mean, you know, right. that whole program, like, we still have – I just can't – I lived in New York City when Aton Pates was taken. That thing just killed me. It just hurt me in my heart. And that little boy was eventually found decomposed. And they think the superintendent of the building did it. Mm -hmm. I mean, just why pick on a child who's so innocent? It just doesn't make sense. It's raw evil. It is. We're dealing with raw evil. Exactly. So we need to fight it at every turn. And um, if you're just tuning in, you can always run back to the top of the show and watch this from the beginning. And it's on YouTube after the show. It's also a podcast. So you can catch it at themartincountydifference.com. It will play and play and play. Share it to all your friends. And that's how we get the message out is uh, using social media for good and uh, and not evil. But uh, some of the ju- junior league friends, Stormy Arrington uh, is a friend in real estate as well. Laura Baird is from the Junior League from this weekend. Donna Jones. I just thank you all for tuning in. Fran Wilson, a um, friend of mine. Her house is for sale on Dyer Point Road. Everybody go look at my website. Let's sell her house. That'll be good. But, um, you know, Lynn Barletta and pa- Janice Norman are two women who are really making a difference here. So, you know, give, give a shout out. Janice, you're in real estate. Tell them how to get in touch with you. Well, you can call me on my cell phone, 772-485-9505. And um, I just wanted to throw out one more thing, if we could, yes. is that, you know, everybody can help make a difference. We call your legislator. Okay. We yes. need to get human trafficking talked about in schools. Right. We need to do something about demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, users need to be prosecuted much more than they're having now. Mm-hmm. So until we get rid of demand, we're not going to get rid of this issue. And a lot of this falls through things that our legislators can do, and they need to deal with it and not sweep it under the rug. Absolutely. Every Excellent. level. Every level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so one thing um, that really struck me was that it's in your own backyard. So be aware of these signs because this is all about awareness. Go to the website, catchthewaveofhope.org, read about it, find out all you can, share it, share the Facebook page, share their page, uh, like it and share it, like the Martin County Difference and share that too. Tune in every Wednesday night. We've got incredible dynamic people like Lynn and Janice doing so much in their communities. And this can be a model and go out beyond where we are today. We can do this around the world. Well, I think what's being done in our community could be duplicated in other communities. Absolutely. You've created a, a model. Literally. And, you know, the mural had such a visibility Ooh, the mural. factor. The mural, that, that everybody. Was, well, I wasn't purposely trying to bring that up. But no, it but occurred I wanted to, to me that was one of the reasons that this became so visible. Mm-hmm. Because that mural was like this beacon out there. as large as a football field. How can you miss that? You yeah. can't go by it it's at the that. It's at the fountain, the sailfish yes. fountain on, yes. the, on the broad side yes. of the AT&T building. And we are still taking sponsorships and here's what we're going to do we're going to create these beautiful 
plaques that are in the shape of a <coughs> fish that will be mounted right onto the mural, becoming part of the composition of the mural. And anyone who gives $1,000 will have their name on that plaque permanently. Wow, that's fabulous. Well, this mural is beautiful, and I made mention to Lynn. I said, Lynn, I think it's a great metaphor. You've got what's going on under the surface, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's all the fish and the manatees and all of that, and it's beautiful. That so good. Yeah, right? That gives me chills. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, you've given me chills, girl. So um, I, I want you to tune in every week. Tell your friends to tune in. Next week is going to be Alice uh, Luckhart. And, uh, gosh, we have a great – the month of May is all history. And so we're bringing her back to tell us more what's going on. And also Lynn Jensen, she's the regent for the uh, Halpatioke chapter of the Daughters of the American Revolution. All about history, all about our country. Good stuff, folks. So thanks, Frank. He's my beautiful audio engineer over here. Thank you. My beautiful husband, Richard. Thank you. Thank you, audience, on Facebook, on the radio, on the Internet. Thank you. And tune in next week, 7 o'clock. See you then.